Welcome to episode eight of The Wine Record. I'm Andrew Elliott with Chris Record. And we're doing what we always do. Tasting wine. Yay! In a thunderstorm. Yes, we're interesting today. That's, uh, that's how we do it back home in Canada, too. Starts to thunder, you bring out the wine. And work with it. Work I feel like it. in Jamaica, there's six months of the year where it's going to aggressively thunder. So better hunker down with some wine. Exactly. I wish we were doing these sound effects. Okay. Um, last week, we had a, a bottle of Sauvignon from uh, the Bottega label. Uh, this week, we're in uh, another bottle of white, and this one is... So, we are in France. Mm-hmm. We are in the Burgundy region of France. Okay. So, the instant that we say Burgundy mm-hmm. and France, you have two choices. Okay. Actually, technically, for the majority of the, uh, of the region, you have one choice, um, and a Chardonnay. But of course, there's many different styles of Chardonnay coming from the region of Burgundy. So this one we're having today is Puy Fousset. All right. Right. And the producer, you're going to say the name of the producer. This is Chartrand et Trébouchet. Trébouchet. So how did I get this Chartrand Trébouchet? Hey! I got it! Um, Went to visit our local, uh, one of our local wine distributors, CPJ, Caribbean Producers Jamaica Limited. And they just, just got a new shipment of brand new products on the market. And so they said, hey, Chris, you know, try some of this stuff. And this was one of them. So I said, Andrew, we're going to do this one today. The bottle looks good. Let's try it. Okay. It's got one of those. I know we're, we're very much not, you know, judge a, a bottle by its label. But this has such a traditionally French style label to look at it. You go, oh, yeah, uh, this is exactly what I want when someone says, bring a bottle of French Chardonnay over. Exactly. Exactly. So what we're having here, of course, as I mentioned, it's uh, it's Chardonnay. And Chardonnay, a friend of mine reminded me just this week, taught a wine class, so, you know, may, might have been 10 years ago. And she said, Chris, what has stuck in my mind that day when I told you that I don't like Chardonnay and you asked me the question, have you tried every Chardonnay in the world? And so what I've been explaining to folks, Chardonnay is one of these chameleon grapes. Depends on where you are in the world, depends on who the, um, the winemaker is, they're going to bring out a different uh, style and feel and taste uh, of Chardonnay. Chardonnay can be light, it can be medium, but most times it's usually a full body white wine, right? So here in this region, now, the instant we go to Europe and there's been a debate recently around let's stop calling Europe old world because the wine world has been divided into old world and new world. Right. So we're tasting old world Chardonnay, but each different region specifically has different laws and rules governing how the wines can be made, you know, how they are vinified, you know, should they touch oak, should they not touch oak. So the traditions for this region here, uh, traditional vinification, these grapes are pressed on arrival at the winery as they come, you know, to press them and fermentation takes place in stainless steel tanks. Okay. Right? So, so, so not and, wood. The, not, not the fermentation. Okay. The aging, however, okay. with this wine specifically is uh, about 15 or so months in oak barrels. Okay. Now, again, here's a difference that a winemaker can choose. They can choose brand new oak barrels or they can choose used oak barrels. Okay. So in this case, the oak barrels are uh, have been used up to four times. Oh, okay. Right? And, then they, and they will then rotate them. So we are getting, uh, well, Angela's taste. Okay. What are you getting on the nose? All right. You know, let's, let's do that first. Um, it's what, very what, 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 clean. What's, what's popped to mind? Good? Yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. Nice, clean. And so when you're tasting the French, you said it's elegant. You know, this is a very elegant, uh, and this is fresh. It's a, a freshness on the nose. A little right? bit of citrus, but also a little bit of, um, 
apricot, but like little, little, little bit. And and that could be, I might be mistaken that for melon, but it's very faint. Like this doesn't have a lot of bold characteristics flying at you. Everything that's uh, hitting your face is subtle. Right. So again, you know, the winemaker, you know, the tasting notes said it's an elegant nose with some minerality and some flint. And then of course, you're right. There are some citrus nose. They they suggested look to lemon and grapefruit. Okay. Right. But but subtle yeah. lemon and grapefruit. So yeah. So on the nose, um, you know, as, as I, you know, smell the wine, I was like, hmm, again, I got the elegance and I got, it wasn't jumping up in, in your face. You know, the Sauvignon Blanc uh, from last week had a different type of nose. And of course, Sauvignon Blanc's had a different type of wine, Riesling's had a different type of wine. And then this Chardonnay now, again, from Puy Fosse region, it's a softer, gentler Chardonnay. So let's taste it. All right. Hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. I like this wine. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. This wine um, on the palate, I would call it medium plus to almost full body. It's not light by any stretch of the imagination. It's more, it's leaning to a full body wine, but it's not as big and robust as some Chardonnays that we've tried before. And it's interesting because it smells light. So the nose is so light or elegant as yes. the winemaker, but the uh, the mouthfeel is it's totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, you're tricky, you. Yes, that, that, welcome to the world of wine. That's how it works, <laughs> right? I'm trying to pick up some of the um, characteristics I'm getting on the palate. Uh, there is some... I'm getting that oak on the finish, by the way. I don't know if you are, but that's where the the wood finally came out, was in the finish. You know, I grabbed a handful of nuts before I left home, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of picking up some nutty kind of vibe there okay. somewhere, and I'm kind of wondering, you is it you, the wine? Or, or did you prime yourself? <laughs> or did I prime myself, right? Interestingly enough, the, the winemaker did mention something about roasted peanuts. I didn't have any roasted peanuts, though. I just had, like, regular peanuts. I think you said it best a while ago, Andrew, you know, when someone says, hey, bring a bottle of wine and somebody says, I'm bringing up some, some French, the look and the feel and now the taste is, 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 delivering, is delivering what we conjured up in our mind with a nice oh, French, uh, French wine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we're bringing in French wine to the island. And the goal, of course, right, is to taste everything commercially available on the island. Now, it's a shorter boat ride from, say, South America or the U.S. to come in. When we're looking at this bottle of Chardonnay, Chartron et Trebuchet, 2022 is the vintage. How much are we looking to spend? So before I tell you the <laughs> price, right? <laughs> we know where this is going. Okay, yeah. Before I tell you the price, I need to tell you about the elegance and history of, uh, <laughs> of the producer. Because the, the, Perfect. The, the instant that we're thinking about a right. producer like this that comes from, you know, the, according to these guys, the heart of the Burgundy Golden Triangle. Right, so it's surrounded by all the finest vineyards in the world that makes the finest Chardonnays in the world. We're not going to be paying peanuts for it. We're, we're, right. it it's a small investment uh, for something like this. So we're, you know, we're in the six to seven k region per bottle. Okay. Um, yeah, that's okay. kind of where we are for something like this. I'm not yeah. gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna blush at that price. Right. Because this is a very nice and elegant wine. Yep. Um, if you're looking to impress. Just yourself, quite frankly, this is a very nice bottle. And you can sit down. And the one thing I will say about a quality wine is you're going to sip it. This is a sipper. It's, you don't have, it's not a poolside quaffer. You're going to enjoy this bottle. And it will, it will last longer than something that's not quite in the same uh, quality range. It's still a pinch in the pocket. Yep. But, um, but I would say worth it. And God, sometimes I wish we'd 
scripted video because if you saw Chris describe the heart of the Burgundy region with all the hand motions, <laughs> you you would also yeah. go, yeah, maybe that is a fair price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, what I've learned in the wine business, uh, the, the years that I'm involved, is that there's a story connected to every bottle, sure. right? Yeah. And if you could tell the story as best as possible, even before the wine drinker tastes the, taste the wine, it makes a difference. And there's one, one interesting thing that I learned visiting a number of these wine regions over, over the last 20 years is that the bottle always tastes different when you're having it at the winery. Right. right? Because yep. you're surrounded by this absolute beautiful place and the elegance of the presentation. And you end up buying two, three cases and going home and wondering, what the hell happened? Right? It doesn't taste as amazing. It tastes good, sure. but it does not taste as amazing as it tasted when you're there. So for us in the wine profession, we have to do our best to deliver what you're not seeing. We have to come and talk to you about where, the sense of place, the feel, as bring as much of the environment as possible when we're describing the wine. In the same vein, going to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show dressed up is better than watching <laughs> it at home in your jam jams. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting analogy, but <laughs> it's, it's Andrew, right? <laughs> it's why I'm here, my friend. Um, okay, so we're paying a little bit more for this, but value for dollar, I think it's there. Yeah, man, it's definitely there. And um, this right now, it's limited edition, only available uh, at the importer's uh, wine shops. They have one in Kingston and one just outside of Otreus, uh, Drax Hall, where all the new development is right by the terminus bus area. Okay. And then one in Montego Bay at their headquarters. So that's, those are the three main places right now it's available at. So and yeah, this is CPJ we're thinking. This, this is CPJ, Caribbean Producers Jamaica are the importers of this product. All right. The bottle is the Chateron et Trebuchet 2022 Polifusé. You can get it uh, at the CPJ distributors. And uh, thank you so much for giving us the bottle. I really enjoyed it. Uh, next episode, who knows? Maybe who knows? Maybe we'll have more lightning and thunder. <laughs> Uh, I hope not. Yeah, because uh, my TV and my Wi-Fi and everything at my house got destroyed in the last lightning and thunder. So is it, you replaced it though, right? Not yet. We got to start making money on this show. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us on uh, episode eight of the Wine Record. I'm Andrew Elliott with Chris Record Tasting Wine. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to the Wine Record. If this is your first time visiting the show, subscribe because we release a new episode every second Friday. We want to make sure that you're up to date. And Chris and I, we're not just audio. You can follow us on our socials. At the moment, you can find the Wine Record on Instagram and Facebook. For every episode, we post a video of the wine we're tasting. So if you need a visual of what you're hearing a sample, it's all up there. Like us, follow us, and send us your comments. Cheers. Cheers.